Greetings, Commander. This is Arbitration with Radio Sidewinder News, bringing you a special news segment from my trip to the PAX East Convention in Boston, Massachusetts, from March 9th through the 12th. Thursday night, Frontier threw the first U.S.-based community meetup party at the Hard Rock Cafe in the middle of Old Boston. It was a free thank-you event for all FDev fans of both Elite Dangerous and Planet Coaster that were in the area for PAX. Frontier spared no expense in entertaining us that evening, so I'd like to thank them for their hospitality. I had the privilege of meeting with several commanders on Thursday night, including Commanders Laudaires, Mars Europe, Rasenche, Obi Jeff, Shabuka, Josh Hawkins, and of course, the Space Loach. Oh, the Space Loach. Oh, hello? Mic check, mic check. Oh, just a little transient plasma interference there. Uh, sorry about that. Anyway, on Friday, I was able to speak to none other than Ed Lewis, who had some comments to make on the new 2.3 release, David Braben, and the Mysteries of the Galaxy. Let's take a listen. All right, so I'm here with Edward Lewis, Community Manager of Frontier Developments, and we're here at the PAX East Convention. We're going to talk about what everyone's talking about, the release of 2.3. What can you tell us about that? Well, okay, well, 2.3, of course, is our Commanders, the Commanders update. We have Multicrew in there, we have the uh, Hollow Me, we have the Camera Suite, and that combination of those three things uh, adds in for a real game changer, plus all of the quality of life improvements, the bug fixes, uh, things that the community really care about, which is basically make the core experience of the game uh, even stronger than it already is. So we've got networking improvements in there. It's, it's, uh, it's an awesome update that I am... Uh, I'm super excited to get stuck in with myself um, because I've been playing the beta and stuff on stream and things, but I'm, I I play the game myself a lot and I can't wait to have... Well, I already have my face in there. People might have seen <laughs> on the streams that, that the the artists created my hollow me for me. Right. And so... It's, it's uh, pretty realistic. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I was pretty excited. I think people saw how excited I was. And then I got a bit obsessed with my own face. So I'm sorry for those people who thought I was a bit too obsessed. Anyway, <laughs> doesn't matter. I uh, It was awesome to see myself in there and how realistic it looked. And so I realized how much of a powerful tool that was. So I'm really excited by that. But you combine that up with the, the camera suite and you can just create some beautiful videos and you're already seeing it. And people haven't even had like a couple of days on it. Or have only had a couple of days on it and they're still creating some amazing stuff already. Much more, uh, much more scope now for having pictures of, uh, of, uh, of uh, asps in front of things, of course, <laughs> which is the, the Reddit meme, which is, <laughs> look, look at me, I know Reddit memes. I'm the community uh... manager. <laughs> But uh, I, it's it's a very exciting update, and and the and again part of what I do is is monitor sentiment on the forums and Reddit and stuff like that. It's part of my job, and I've seen that people are actually really keen for this. Uh, so I can't wait for the real the the non-beta players to get their hands on it and on mass find out what. Also, there's a couple of things in there that uh, that we haven't we haven't shown yet uh, that I'm very keen for people to see as well. Ooh, it sounds, yeah, sounds yeah. mysterious. Fact, if you haven't watched the streams already, because I don't know if this is going out Monday, I think, uh, uh, we did some streams over the weekend here at PAX. On these live streams, we covered um, some uh, pretty awesome stuff. So make sure you check that up. I think it's uploaded to our YouTube channel as well. Uh, there's a pretty nice video on there. Oh, yeah. Oh, So the mysteries of the, the galaxy are, are starting, continue, to, of course. starting to yeah. unravel. Oh, yeah. Excellent. Yeah, very committed to that, and David's very committed to that too. Now, David Braben is the CEO of Frontier yeah. Developments, and he was the creator of the original Elite yeah, Games. Yeah, co-creator with Ian Bell, yeah. 
how involved is he in the development of Elite Dangerous oh, currently? Boy. Yeah, yeah. He well, he's very hands-on. Um, he's he's around in the office every single day. He sits on the he sits on the uh, I going to say show floor then because we he sits on the office floor mm -hmm. with all the other developers right in the midst of things. You can ask Sandy how 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 uh, you can ask Sandy how how close David is to the development of the game. Sits right next to you, doesn't he? Like literally across he from literally you. Sits across <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, and basically he he has a hand in. He touches every every aspect of it. Nothing. Nothing goes out without going through David first. It all has his approval. It's his thing, and I think it's all. I think it's all the better for it. It's his. It's his baby from the beginning. The slow sort of reveal of all of these mysterious creatures and uh, uh, well, I say creatures. These mysterious sort of artifacts <laughs> and objects and things like that. Um, that has happened because of David's sort of commitment to that to this game, and, and I think it's come across so well and surprised people when people first saw those that encounter with that strange flower-shaped thing. People were so excited when they saw that, and it's because of David's patience with this and his plan for you know his long-term plan for Elite Dangerous, which is awesome. It's very exciting, and yeah, so he does. He's, it, nothing, nothing goes into that game without David Braden's touch on it. That's good to know. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. And we're going to talk a little bit about the upcoming Braben video that's coming out. What can you tell us about that? Uh, well, people might have seen it already by now. If they haven't already, check it out. YouTube.com forward slash Frontier Developments. It's all up online there. It's great. Uh, we, I, was, I had the pleasure of doing the interview myself. So I interview, I'm off camera, so you don't hear me. And we've edited it together, so it's like, it sounds like he, uh, but I got to sit in the room with him mm -hmm. while he, and I'm like, okay, it's gonna be an interview. I'm gonna prompt you, David, on like what to say, uh, uh, not what to say, but when to say certain things, and like, just to make sure you touch on certain points. Didn't need to. I sat there and let this man talk for 15 minutes, and then we were like, oh, I think, I think we'll need, I think, that, I think we've got enough there. But he's a very, very interesting person who's got so much information in his head, so much scientifically accurate information. So it's really nice to sit him down and say, okay, tell us about the law. Tell us about uh, Elite Dangerous Galaxy from the very beginning. Remind people, remind new players who are coming along what the Elite Dangerous Galaxy is all about, the, the pressures and the strains between the Empire and the Federation and then this newcoming alliance and how that relates back to 1984's original Elite. And then he, of course, goes into talking about, um, well, these mysterious sightings that may or may not even be real, that may have been sort of uh, even perhaps created by some sort of other uh, interesting organization, you know, to, to throw people off the scent of what's really happening. Like, he talks about some really, really fascinating stuff in there. Um, and we, we, we show some footage up on the screen of, of these findings that happened so far. We talk about Professor Palin. It's, it's, if you're into the Elite Dangerous Law side of things, it's a really fantastic video. Awesome. Sounds great. Yeah. Excellent. Well, Edward, thank you very much no, for your you. time. Uh, from Boston, Massachusetts, this has been Commander Arbitration for Radio Sidewinder News. I was also able to speak to some of the galaxy's newest commanders that were put through the Pilots Federation training sims for the first time. Here's what some of them had to say about the world of Elite. This is Arbitration here at PAX East again, and I'm talking with a few commanders that have uh, been playing Elite Dangerous for the first time. And uh, could you tell me what your name is and what you thought of the game on your first try at it? Uh, my name is Anthony. Uh, it was pretty crazy. I never played a game like this broad and advanced. Uh, I crashed a couple times, <laughs> but uh, it's pretty cool. I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. And how about you? A different dynamic to it in the sense of like, it's not playing with just like a keyboard and mouse. You're now playing with this like as if you're actually flying a spacecraft. It's something different. That's like it's a change that I've never seen before. Awesome. And um, are you guys aware that it's also in virtual reality? Uh, yeah. One of, one of the members told us. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, so is it, a, is it a game you guys think would be something you'd play in the future? I might, uh, just because of the whole, like, you need a whole setup, I don't think I will. But uh, I would definitely play it again, it's a lot of fun. Awesome. Yeah, it looks like a big setup for it, so I mean, although it might be pricey, but the overall experience would probably definitely be worth it. Alright guys, well thank you for talking to me today, and I hope you guys have a good day at PAX. Thanks. Yeah. My name is Erica. Oh, what did you think about the game on your first playthrough? Oh, yeah, so I played Elite Dangerous and um, it was a lot of fun. It was a, a flight space simulator. Yeah, it was a pretty easy to pick up. I mean, I simply did the, the trainings and it, it was just easy to get up and running and just like start enjoying right away. So, had a lot of fun. Uh, have you ever played games like Elite Dangerous before? Any space simulators or anything like that? Um, I never played anything more than like Star Wars Battlefront, like the old school <laughs> um, kind, but no. So that's pretty much. Do you think it's a game you would think about picking up and playing in the future? Uh, yeah, I think it was a lot of fun. Um, so I definitely see it being a possible pickup for the future. So yeah. Cool. Well, uh, thanks for talking to me, and I hope you have a good rest of the day at PAX. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> and uh, if you could tell me what your name is and what you thought about Elite Dangerous. Uh, I'm Matt. Um, I thought the game was really fun. I went through the first two demos he had me play, which well weren't very difficult. Then after that, it was uh, one where it was a wave after wave of enemy. The hardest part about that is I just kept losing track of where the enemy was and trying to turn and find him kept getting more and more difficult as I got through the enemies. So besides that, I had a great time. I'd like to try it with mouse and keyboard to see how it's different, but I definitely had a lot of fun using the sticks that they had. Great. Have you played games similar to this one in the in the past before? Uh, I played Elite Dangerous at PAX probably two or three years ago, but besides that, no. Do you think it's a game that you'd consider uh, picking up in the future? Um, definitely. I think I'd want to get it with a few friends. Um, but I don't know if I'd want to just be the one person that I know who plays it, but I definitely think it's um, fun enough to pick up. Well, great. Thanks for speaking to us, and I hope you have a great rest of the day at PAX. Uh, my name's Adam. I thought it was pretty fun. That last mission I played was pretty hard, much tougher than the rest. Uh, the guy actually outmaneuvered me this time. I could never really get... He was always behind me, and I, I was always in front of him. Worst place to be. That was pretty interesting. I wasn't expecting that. Um, have you played games like Elite Dangerous in the past? Not really, no. Do you think Elite Dangerous is a game that you would pick up in the future? Yeah, I always wanted to play it. I just, um, I really wanted to get the HOTAS set for it, and I just couldn't afford it. All right, well, great. Thanks for speaking to us, and have a great rest of the day. My name's Joey. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. The controls were some of the best flying mechanics I've ever experienced when it comes to gaming. Awesome. And um, have you ever played games similar to this one before? I've played fighting games that were space ships, aerial battles, but this one, it seems like it's a lot more refined when it comes to the strategies and the way you can control your ship and everything that they put into it. Right, and uh, do you think uh, Elite Dangerous would be something you'd consider buying in the future and playing for yourself on a regular basis? Absolutely. It's fun. It's the most enjoyable flying game I've ever played. Awesome. Well, thanks for talking to us, and uh, hope you enjoy the rest of your day at PAX today.
Thank you, you too. Well, from the sounds of things, seems like we're going to have several new commanders work their way through the Pilots Federation very soon. Thanks for tuning in, Commander. As always, you can find our signal at radiosidewinder.com. Learn more about our minor faction in human space, Radio Sidewinder Crew, or join us in Colonia with our new faction, Radio Sidewinder Galactic. Stay tuned for more live events in the bubble and Colonia, which will be coming soon. For Radio Sidewinder News, this has been Commander Arbitration reporting from the Soul System in Boston. As always, Commander, fly smart and fly safe. Living life, staring at a scanner in search of a good rock to bust apart is difficult work at Lacon Spaceways. They know you've got to drag quite a bit, quite a ways to make any money. And when you're far out from any fancy orbital starports, you need a little more room to kick your legs around. The Lacon Spaceways Type 9 is a hefty freighter, and it can transport the cargo you need the distance you have to go. It may not have the speed or maneuverability of smaller freighter fighters, but then again, other ships don't cost 7 to 6 million credits. So if you want to fly fast, or if you want to blow things up, maybe you ought to be looking at a different ship. When you've got a job to do, depend on the Type 9. Lacon Spaceways. Do more. You're listening to Radio Sidewinder.